Welcome to the Checkpoint Charlie podcast. I'm your host, Charlie James. Don't forget to subscribe and download and share and like and do all of those great things that you folks love to do with podcast. I would appreciate it. And hey, while you're at it, make sure you tune in every afternoon, 3 to 7, on News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas for the Charlie James Show. I would appreciate that as well. Well, ladies and gentlemen, zombies are among us. That's right. The Walking Dead, with no functioning brain of their own, is ro- are roaming the planet trying to consume your brains. Yeah, the climate zombies. That's where they go. They, they really have no original thoughts. They have no minds of their own, so they have to take other people's minds and their brains and consume them so that they can continue to roam the planet and (laughs) look for more brains. What we are seeing now is a... The only way you can describe it is a marketing campaign. This is a huge marketing campaign. When we talk about the environmental left, and when we look at things like the Inflation Reduction Act that did not reduce inflation, that was actually the Green New Deal in disguise. The Green New Deal that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez even admitted was going to take about $9 trillion to fulfill. And all of that for what? Virtually no reduction. Virtually no reduction in the Earth's temperature. Even John Kerry admitted that if we did everything right, everything right, 100%, we were carbon neutral all across the board, it would not reduce the Earth's temperature, at least not the temperature that was set by the Paris Climate Accord that Donald Trump actually took us out of, and then Joe Biden put us right back in. And the reason that Donald Trump took us out of the Paris Climate Accord was because there was no way. There was no way that we even, we were the only country, we were the only country that was really fully required to comply with the Paris Climate Accord. China, one of the biggest polluters on the planet, they didn't have to go along with it. Why? Because for some reason, China was given emerging nation status. Emerging nation Have you looked at Beijing? Does that look like an emerging nation to you? Or does that look like one of the greatest economies (laughs) on the entire planet? Yes, that's exactly what they look like. So, no. So many people were excluded from the Paris Climate Accord that the United States of America was actually going to end up for paying everybody's bill on this thing. So, Donald Trump rightfully pulled us out of it. And then, like I said, Joe Biden got us into it. But what none of it addresses is exactly what is supposed to happen. They want to reduce the temperature of the earth. But the one thing they cannot tell you and never have been able to tell you is what the earth's normal temperature is. Just on an average wonderful day, what is the temperature of the earth? They don't know. They have no idea because they haven't been studying this long enough to formulate any type of an idea. I mean, if you walking around or the average person walking around, you've got a body temperature of 98.6 degrees. Hey, how about that? 98.6, everything is fine. 
start to get to about 99, well, now you got a fever, you might have a problem. 102, now you got a serious problem. But all of that is based on the baseline temperature, the baseline average temperature. And they don't know what that is for this planet. But yet, they insist that the Earth is warming. Well, I'll be honest with you, if I had to choose between global warming and global cooling, give me global warming every time. Because global warming means a greener planet. Global warming means more food is produced. Global cooling means little food is produced. Global cooling means a frozen tundra. And that is never a good thing. But these people are walking around with no brains in their head trying to consume your brain to make you believe that they are right, even though they have no evidence. Oh, but Charlie, we've got computer models. Oh, do you really? You've got computer models? The funny thing is about the computer models is they never jibe with the actual data. They never jibe with satellite data. There's always some discrepancy there. So basically, the computer models were programmed by people who were looking for a specific outcome. And that specific outcome was global warming. And why was that? Because you don't get grants from the government. You don't get big, fat taxpayer checks for your research if everything is okay. You know, uh, being in radio, every now and then we get uh, we have uh, radio consultants come in, and they uh, and their job is never, ever, ever to go. Hey, station sounds great. You guys are doing a fantastic job. Everything is wonderful. Keep doing what you're doing. No, that is not their job. Their job is to come in and critique everything, even though everything could be going great at the station. To, um, uh, to justify their, uh, their existence, to justify the salary or the money that we are paying them to come in as consultants, they have to find problems. And where there are no problems, they will make them up. I literally sat into a meeting with a consultant for my show who was telling me all the things that I was doing wrong. And in the middle of that meeting, with this consultant, my general manager popped his head in and said, hey, the ratings just came in. Congratulations, your show's number one. The consultant looked at me, and I will never forget these words, and he said, despite your recent success, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. So number one show, the consultant was still going to find problems with it because that's their job. Well, these people uh, are, are climate consultants. That's their job. Find something wrong and then make money off of it. That's just their job. That's been Al Gore's job for decades now, ever since he came out with the movie An Inconvenient Truth. It is his main source of income. There's a lot of people out there that are making a lot of money off of this. I mean, when Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez says... It's going to take $9 trillion for the Green New Deal. Where's that $9 trillion going? Don't you think the people that are going to be receiving that $9 trillion, or at least their share of it, are really big? 
on global warming? Absolutely. This is a huge moneymaker. But the climate zombies out there, the people that go along with the likes of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and and John Kerry, who, by the way, rides around in a private jet, and Leonardo DiCaprio, who flies all over America in a private jet to lecture school children on climate change, that's, they're the recipients of all of this. They're the recipients. None of these people is doing this for their own good. or uh, They're all doing it for a profit. But what is it? It's actually a huge, like I said before, a huge marketing campaign. And a better term for it would be a huge propaganda campaign. During World War II, the morale of a lot of people in England and the United States was pretty low. I mean, here you've got the United States of America and England fighting a war on two fronts. We're fighting Germany and Japan. So the United States government and the British government came up with an idea that we have got to make people feel like they're more involved. And if we make people feel like they're more involved, then they will have a vested interest in this war and their, um, their morale will remain high. So they came up with all of these amazing propaganda campaigns. Uh, you've seen all the posters from World War II. You've heard the songs. You've seen the video clips. Even there was a, a Bugs Bunny cartoon made about Adolf Hitler. Um, this was all propaganda. But they had to get the people involved, had to make the people feel like they were doing their part. So all the men that could not go to war, all the women who were staying back home, who were not involved directly in the war effort with with, with the military, we had to get them involved as well. So they came up with this really brilliant idea. Let's start asking more of these people. Let's start asking them to physically get involved. And the way we're going to do that is we're going to start recycling drives. We're going to ask them to turn in their old sneakers, their old shoes, their old clothes, any pots and pans they might be uh, not be using around the house, women's stockings. We're asking them to turn them in because we need, and we're going to tell them that we need all of that stuff for the war effort. Now, in the case of women's silk stockings, that was actually true. They did recycle those to make parachutes. But just about everything else was all propaganda. Just about everything else. In fact, it was cheaper, and still is today, to mine and melt down the raw minerals to make these pots and pans and tanks and guns and ammo and all of that. It was cheaper to take the raw minerals and use them than to actually melt down and recycle anything that was turned in. So all of these drives that they had was a way to get the people involved. In fact, England was great at this. Um, During the Blitz, when the Germans were bombing London, You've all seen the videos of the big 50-pound guns, boom, 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 that the, uh, the, the British were firing into the air. Those literally did nothing. If a German plane was actually hit by one of those big guns, it was purely by accident. That's it. 
But what it did, it gave the people a sense of security that they were, that the government, that Great Britain was fighting back against Germany. And it boosted their morale when they were huddled in the, uh, in the underground train stations there in London. It was propaganda. Now, did it work? Certainly. The reason that propaganda exists is because it works. Well, there's a new propaganda drive going on, again, all over the planet. And that is about recycling. Very little recycling actually works. So when you have to separate your glass from your, uh, from your metal and your metal from your plastic and all of that stuff, it's all BS. The vast majority of all that stuff gets collected into one place and it goes to the landfill. But it makes you, if you're an environmentalist, it makes you feel like you're doing something. It makes you feel like you're saving the planet when you're really not saving anything. We are looking at one of the biggest hoaxes, as far as recycling is concerned, that's ever been put on a, non, on a country that, that's not at war. But it makes the people feel like they're involved. It makes people feel better about themselves, you see. I recycle. Oh, you don't recycle? Oh, I recycle. So therefore, I am part of the solution. You, who do not recycle, you are part of the problem. And it makes you feel quite smug as well. But more than a, a propaganda hoax recycling, the entire greeny-weeny mentality is all built on fake junk Science. Listen to this guy. You've all heard the news. Climate change is destroying your future. Carbon dioxide is accumulating in the atmosphere. Global warming is killing the Great Barrier Reef. But there's more to this story. Over the last decade, total global emissions declined. Deaths from natural disasters have diminished to a few hundred a year in the United States, even as the global population quadrupled over the last century, they've declined internationally by over 90%. The Great Barrier Reef recorded the highest amount of coral in 36 years, and maybe longer because that's the amount of time that we've been studying and measuring. How come nobody is saying that? And he is absolutely right. Everything that they're telling you, all of this, quote-unquote, settled science, isn't really settled at all. But people want to believe it. That's the thing. If you want to believe something, you will believe it. It doesn't matter how outrageous it is. You will believe it if you want to. And in that case... What you actually have to do is open up your head, remove your brain, and insert their propaganda. And then that's not enough because propaganda always has to be fed, just like a zombie. You roam the earth trying to get other people to open up their heads and remove their brains and put in your propaganda. And it goes on and on and on and on and on until we have an entire planet full of nothing but environmental zombies. The climate change cult is exactly that. 
It is a cult. It is a cult full of brainless zombies like Greta Thunberg and, uh, and John Kerry and Bernie Sanders and everybody that espouses every single day that this is the greatest existential threat that this world has ever known. They're wrong about that. Even Noah says we have had no global warming in the past nine years, even though carbon dioxide emissions have increased every single year. So if carbon dioxide and global warming run hand in hand, then don't you think the Earth's temperature would go up every time carbon emissions go up? Well, the left wants you to think that, but what they don't want you to know is that's not the case. It's just not the way it works. Brain-dead zombies roaming the Earth trying to get you to go along with their ideology. What they really need are brains. This is the Checkpoint Charlie Podcast.